Conversation Hat Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Conversation Hat Podcast. Oh, oh. podcast. Lovely. Oh, still going. podcast. Yeah, and the third one. We're here for you to listen to because we're a podcast. To you for listen podcast. Right, and then listen to me and Liam podcast. So now back to we're the, gonna talk about stuff, 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 stuff. Do you need to go back to the A section, or is it just A B, not A B A? Oh no, that was that was just improv. Oh, oh sorry, I thought you'd written something. I thought you'd prepare. No, that was that was freeform. Oh man, that's good, buddy. Uh, I just sort of I phased out into some sort of like weird psychedelic world and I just made noises. I don't know what words I said but I'm pretty sure that they were deep and meaningful. I think you committed several hate crimes. Uh, m- welcome back to the Conversation App Podcast. My name is Liam, one half of the Superstar co-hosting team. The other member of the Superstar co-hosting team is Ben. Ben! Hello! Ben. I'm here. Yes. I'm 50%. <laughs> Singing, 50% dancing, all raging homophobe. Um... <laughs> Wait, what? I'm just saying words. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't have a go at me for saying words. That's how humans communicate. I think, I think you'll find that that is something that you can have a go about. <laughs> yeah, probably. Now, Ben's fine with most people. Most people? Weirdly enough, except everyone except homophobes. God, you're so prejudiced. What's wrong I'm with very, you? I'm, I'm like Ferris Bueller in that. I, I'm against isms. I misheard what you said there. I, I think you said isms. Yes, I <laughs> okay, said isms. Good. That's fine. Um, amazing. We this podcast is a celebration of sports. Don't know why. Um, so we've been researching sports. Ben, have you played any sports in whilst researching this episode? It's fine if you haven't. Um, I haven't. Okay, that's fine. I thought you were going to say, "Have I played any sports during?" Uh, this pandemic and right. the answer would still be no oh no wait I played swing ball in the summer okay that's you, uh, good you know, of, you know of swing ball you get the ball you swing the ball have a wonderful time you've got the stick and you've got a piece of string with a ball on and you have to hit it and then someone's on the other side of the stick and they have to hit it the opposite way sure yeah play, played some of that other than that I'm, I'm very, I've done Wii sports is that different to like, eSports it's not like water sports or golden showers. It's, okay. it's the uh, the exercises that you can do on the Nintendo Wii. Gotcha. But uh, actual sports, I think, no. I think we've got to go, but either back to either school or my dad's stag do where we went and played golf. Amazing. How about you? Have you been playing sports as as research or as you know exercise? Not for not for the purpose of this live stream. Uh, in between lockdowns, I did go back to the gym for a little bit. Um, nothing fancy, just rowing machine and treadmill. You know, the the boring stuff that doesn't do anything. No, not not an especially sporty person. Um, the the closest thing to sports that I've done recently, other than like gym stuff, I've played a bit of esports. Like I tried playing Overwatch competitively and realised I was not good enough. Um, have you played any esports, Ben? So, like, 
Heroes, uh, Heroes really of the Storm, like, uh, Overwatch. Not really competitively. I, it's only very recently. I was against online games. Sure. Because I think when they sort of came to console, and I know we're talking quite a while ago, it was sort of like the World of Warcraft things where I was more like, I wanted story-driven yeah. video games. And I sort of lost the... Uh, I think I lost the nostalgia of the co-op games. You know, right. you'd have your mates come round and you'd all have a controller. Don't look at my half of the screen. Yeah, yeah. I didn't link that with the online stuff. Okay. So now I would like to play, like, Rocket League or something, but I do not imagine I would be, be best to do it competitively. Sure. Super Smash Brothers, if there's a Super Smash Brothers League, I'll give that a go. Uh, so, like, the casual competitive rather than the actual competitive. Yes. I yeah. do respect people who do competitive, pretty almost competitive anything. Mm. Because so much time and dedication must go into it. Like, if you go, oh, people, they're just playing video games for money. It's like, they are, but... How is that different? God, did they do it well. Yeah. If you can do competitive chess, you can do competitive Overwatch. I remember um, when... This must be like 2017, 2018. Me and Laura were both both really into Overwatch, and we checked out a lot of the uh, the actual international Overwatch League Championship, and it was really fun because you you knew about the uh, the different characters and the different abilities and like the the various strategies that you could use, and it was really fun watching people on a professional level doing that. So that was probably the closest to you know, getting into actual sports that I've ever been. Um, I would say way more strategy involved because, like, you have to combine different skill sets, whereas football, hockey, etc., everyone has the same skill sets. Like, you're running and there's a thing that needs to go in another thing and you either use your legs or a stick. Like, there's less strategy involved I would say I feel like both you and I would know from sports days that some people are better at running than other people are better at, than other people are at running yeah, yeah that's true it's a, it's a different skill set it's, it's more brain than physical I think and neither is necessarily better I used to get so pissed off because I would run mm. and I would be running as fast as I possibly could and people would go faster than me and I didn't understand how they were doing it yes because like I I run loads. I run around the playground. I'd run and do this. How are they getting there so quickly? And that really bothered me. You're still angry about it, aren't you? It's, it's I mean like how do you can you learn to be faster? You just run over and over and over and over again. I mean right? maybe maybe you it's how you get better at most stuff. It's probably a bit of practice, but it's probably also like maybe there is a bit of strategy involved. Maybe you've got to like work out if you're running on the you're landing on the right bit of your foot maybe I don't know because I can't run very well because I'm flat footed um, so like I just sort of lollop around the place mostly tend to break a lot of stuff the conversation hat podcast so today what we're going to do is we've got some um, some fun facts about fictional games some fun facts about weird old games um, I think we're going to go back and forth with stuff Ben's going to talk I'm going to talk but we have a little game to get us started um, it's a very straightforward game what we're going to do is eat, take it in terms to name a sport that we think the other person has done and they're going to say yes or no and then they're going to guess uh, the only rule is don't 
say the sport that the last person said, which I think is pretty straightforward. You say that, but I'm already worried that I'm going to fuck up and or lose. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Well, I mean, I'm not actually going to keep count of score because that wouldn't be in the spirit of things. Um, we'll both just get a trophy. It's fine. Taking part is important. Um, if we have anecdotes about any of these sports, do feel free to just stop and uh, give us a little story. I I dare say that most of these sports are going to be from uh, school, but maybe Primarily. what you will. I are you? Do you want to go first? What sports do you think I've done? Now I I was going to go with this. There seemed to be a thing at my school, at mm. least that the guys would play cricket and the girls would play rounders. Yes, which was close to basketball, sort of. I'm going. Have you ever played rounders? Did you ever end up playing rounders oh, yeah. at school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I did, and I preferred that much more to cricket. Oh yeah, cricket's ass. Cricket's complete ass. Um, rounders is a much better game. I think a much more uh, primary school game, uh, or more of a. Oh, this teacher clearly doesn't want to be a PE teacher, so we're playing rounders. But it it was it was like more casual basketball. Uh, basketball. <laughs> the other more one. More casual. Baseball. Yeah. Sorry. It it just felt like more fun than. Oh, much more. I I never liked it when it was like this is sport. Take it seriously. I was like, no, it's meant to be entertaining. Yeah. I mean, obviously the people who do it professionally, they have to take it seriously, but they yeah, are. Yeah, that's sort more of about their earning the money. Yeah, it's yeah. in the entertainment industry. Yeah. The voice actors on Peppa Pig have to take their job seriously, but it's it's Peppa Pig. So, so, so I get a point because you've played rounders. Yes. Um, yes. Winning already. So I take it then that you've played cricket. I have played cricket. Right, good. One for me. Are we um, actually keeping score or are we not? I don't... Well, you said that we weren't, but if I we I did were, say that we I... weren't, but would it be sportier if we did? All right, well, we've got one point each so far. Raya says that the closest thing she's ever played to sports is watching extended Lord of the Rings back-to-back in a day. It's a marathon. It's a lot. It's definitely a marathon. I played, um, or, or me and a couple buddies, um, I think including you, Ben, but you weren't there for much of it, doing um, 24 hours of Fallout 4 on release day. That was a yes. lot. Yes. See, now, interestingly, um, I was there, because we were, we were going to stay up for 24 hours. I wanted to do this. I wanted to be participating, even yeah. though I couldn't play it because it was on PC, and I'm not a PC gamer. However, for some reason... My body decided that instead of staying up for 24 hours to do the stream, I stayed up for 24 hours the day before the stream. Yeah. yeah. So when I got there, I was absolutely knackered and fell asleep on the floor of the studio for yes, a couple of did. hours. <laughs> it was funny, but it wasn't quite what I had planned no, to have fair. done. And I do also remember that I we were ordering pizza, and I was... um trying to confirm the address of the studio without actually saying it out loud. And then Jamie, who was streaming with us, just shouted it out. And it was like, cool. <laughs> Liam, is this your address? Yeah, thanks, Twitch. If you could ignore that, that'd be yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> can't really see how many num- how many people uh, just heard that, but please don't come round. Yeah. Uh, so, have you played cricket? I have played cricket. Oh, yeah, I... that was one for me, wasn't it? So now it's your game. I think I was part of Cricket Club. Oh, yeah. I think I was good at the throwing throwing bit. Sure. sure. All the rest. Pitching, I think nah. that's called. 
Then you had to put all of the pads on. Yeah, it's a lot. You had to put the cup in. Yes. Ladies, if you're not sure what a cup is, it's just like a little helmet that goes in your trousers to protect the gentleman area. It's a helmet helmet. It is. And I don't ever remember the hearing of them being washed. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. They were, I That's think... how you get pregnant. The uh, That is how you get pregnant. The teacher would always say, put them on over your pants, right. not in your pants. And he's just like, that's just telling people, put them in your pants. Yeah. That's just going to be some dickhead going, ha, 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 I'm going to put this. So I I wasn't that much of a fan of cricket. Yeah, that's fair. I, I was good at throwing. That's good. The rest, that's a good skill. I, I didn't like the outfit. <laughs> right, go on. What's your guess? Today, I, I want to avoid the ones like football and and rugby because cause, cause they seem, every, everyone's done those. Yeah, Those are sure. like the first things you learn in school. How about the high jump? Did you ever? Did you learn of the Fosbury flop? <laughs> Is that just where you go limp and accept gravity? This, yes, but also no. I see. The, I remember sport things. The Fosbury flop, first done by Mister Fosbury, right? That was is now the way that all high jumpers will do it because it changed. Because he went and he does it like the backwards thing, right? Because the centre of gravity is then just under the bar, so you will arc over the bar and not gotcha. touch it. Yeah. Whereas the way that everyone used to do it, the centre of gravity was above the bar. Right. Yeah. So they would not get as high that they would have. They would just bump into it. Uh, yeah. No. I centre did. Centre of gravity um... might have been the other way round, but that was the basic thing. So I remember learning about that, thinking that was really cool, and then just proceeding to spend the next fifteen minutes. Jumping into a pole about a meter and a half off the ground. <laughs> yeah, we never got into the strategy of it, but yeah, I did do uh, I did do high jump. I think I don't remember it very well because it was probably bullshit. No funny stories there. Um, I did play a lot of rugby. Uh, that was the only sport that I I actively tried to be good at because as a as a bigger kid, uh, rugby was the way that I could like essentially beat up the kids that were pricks to me and have it be fine because I, I was I was all about rules and like well you can't actually beat up people even though they're doing it to me so like oh if I join this sports club I can literally smack them in the face and it's fine I, I love a good loophole I do so rugby was great because I, I could not be tackled I, I was just very very uh, hard to topple <laughs> and that was always really fun uh, until I nearly gave myself concussion, and then I sort of was like, nah, this is stupid. <laughs> this is what I get for trying. I, li I literally smacked the, my head into the um, the goalposts. Whilst playing rugby? Whilst playing rugby. as, as The goalposts is in, like, the big H-shaped ones. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, okay. Ow. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> uh, Hannah, Hannah Lucas, I was always described as sturdy in rugby. Yeah, same. Definitely sturdy, mm. rigid, hard to move. Rigid. Rigid, turgid, fully erect. Um, right, what sports has Ben done? Um, this one isn't fair because I know you've done it. Rock climbing. I have done rock climbing, yes. I, I fully enjoyed rock climbing. Um, it was, I, I felt really... It was odd because I used to climb trees all the time when I was little. Of course you did. 
and I grew up near some chalk cliffs, so Cur- we would climb curious as well. Why? So doing this had a big sense of nostalgia and I, I'm still good at it, which made me happy. Cool. It's not something that you should do in jeans. They're a little bit restrictive. Yeah. And you know how you will work out for, uh, for, for ages and then the next day you will be achy? And yep. then it improves. You Delayed get onset, muscular something. This was very odd because you felt brilliant the next day. You've done exercise, you've body, yay, go Ben. And then the next day, you can't move your hands properly yep. because your lower arm, your forearm rather, yep. is just solid, cramped muscle. You got it. You got to stretch, buddy. And but how do you? What do you just stretch like that? Yeah, you do that, you do that, you ow, you stretch the things that you're going to use. But it was odd it that it, it hung, it, it, it waited for a while before yep. it decided to kick me <laughs> repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. But I've it, done that any time I've it, done like a lot of weights, like the next day is usually fine, and then the day after it's like, oh no, I can't move. No, it, it was fun, it was a shame that the pandemic happened. Yes. I think I probably could have gone a few more times before that, but... yeah. Let's just use it as an excuse for me being lazy. Just put it on the list of stuff you want to do at some point again, whenever we're allowed to do stuff. I did uh, once break my toe playing Ultimate Frisbee. I was too preoccupied with where the Frisbee was and how I was going to catch it. And I did catch it, and then I turned to see, whilst I was running at full speed, a wall had materialised about... Yeah. 30 centimetres in front of me. That'll do it. And I stopped very quickly, but first hit touched it with my foot so I had to wear a, one sandal for a few weeks at school Good stuff. couldn't wear just sandals yeah be like the hippie guy but no it had to be one one sandal Ugh. have you ever played ultimate frisbee or some sort of played regular frisbee but not ultimate frisbee they're very similar I think one ultimate frisbee ultimate. I think ultimate frisbee you just run around a bit more which probably just stems from people not having very good aim yeah, could be. <laughs> so I need another guess for you then. Oh, um, do I need to? Yes. Well, your right, guess presumably was Ultimate Frisbee. I no, I, I'm going to. That was just an oh, was anecdote back from hurting ourselves while playing sports. Oh, okay. Have you ever been fishing? Yes, once. And how boring did you find it? Literally the most. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck fishing. There's no point. I don't even get it as rela- relaxing because it smells. It it does seem to be cold, sitting and not doing anything. Yeah, pretty much. Like I, I understand it's meant to be like it's a part of it's meant to be time to yourself, mm-hmm. chilling out, you know, rela- relaxing and this. But I, and if that's how you want to do it, that's how you want to do it. But sitting in the cold, not doing the thing that you're doing because you're not really fishing. You're just sat there. Where you the fish might be, I know. Yep. In the last yep. podcast, the one we recorded with Sai, I talked about bird watching. You did, very wholesome. And I mentioned this to uh, a friend, and they went, "Well, isn't that the same as fishing?" And I was like, Arg- "I mean, arguably, in my brain, it's it, bird watching. It would be more fun sat near water because you get a bigger variety of birds, but you see the birds." Yes. You don't see the fish until you've got it, more or less. If I went bird watching, didn't see any birds, I've either gone to the wrong place, yep. or I wasn't bird watching. But <laughs> either way, I wasn't bird watching because I didn't see any birds. Yep. You can't go fishing for an hour, four hours, five hours, 
and not catch anything and still say you went fishing. You went and got wet yeah. and did nothing with your day. You're a wet failure. That's what you are, not a fisherman. If you're going to do something, I think you should be able to make sure it's going to happen. Happiness is all about achievable goals. As I said, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Maybe people listen to the radio or audiobooks or Heaven something. Heaven Fender podcast. Perhaps even the Conversation Hat podcast. Not anymore because we've just ripped into your hobby. But but that that would be they'd have an extra bit there. Yeah. No, I, I've I've been near people who have been fishing, and I was bored even because of that. Yeah. <laughs> the Conversation Hat podcast. So I've I've got a list of a few sports, uh, mostly fictional, that I have researched. Um, the first thing on here is just a little question, just a little bit of trivia for Ben. Um, do you know the only sport to have been played on the moon? I do know the only sport to be played on the moon. Did we Google the same thing? No, I just know weird shit. Oh, cool. Go on. Um, I believe that it uh, that they played golf on the moon. Yeah. And that there are four golf balls... Still on the moon somewhere. Just somewhere. Yeah. Because if we're going to do anything, when we get to a new planet, it's going to be leave shit everywhere. We're a big littering species, that's what we are. Um, yeah, Alan Shepard in 1971 played a few rounds of golf on the moon. There you go. Fun fact. Um, right, Ben. Have you, have you seen um, Wallace and Gromit, A Grand Day Out? Uh, I will have, but I do not remember it. They 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 go to the moon. Oh yeah, Wallace and Gromit, a little plasticine stop yes. motion. Yeah, yeah. And they go to the moon, <laughs> and he takes a football, and he bounces it a couple of times, and he throws it up in the air, and just waits, and <laughs> nothing happens, and he just sort of goes, oh, and walks off. <laughs> That's all I can imagine. Like if he was. Hitting the golf ball, it would just slow to go around the entire moon. Yeah, because you don't know that, like, if you hit it too hard, because it's in the seventies, we haven't been on the moon that many times. If you hit it too hard, that could become like that could disappear off into the distance, do a few laps around the sun, accumulate enough crap around it that it then is enough of an asteroid to actually destroy Earth. Hugely irresponsible. If it did a couple of laps around the sun, yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone and the for several generations would be dead long before it started making its way back. Yeah, maybe. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's, unless the golf ball started travelling faster than the earth. That's what I'm saying. What if? There's your movie. Write the script. There's your movie. Okay, I've written it. It was this conversation. That's the whole script. Conversation. What I've done is I've if I've got some research about some of the, uh, the oldest sport. Cool. Um, I've got a little bit about e-sport. Cool. And then I have a list of weird sports with a short description. Cool. Which one do you want to go through first? I'm going to go with the oldest sport. Wrestling. Oh, I do not know about this. Ah, see, now I knew that wrestling was well old. Yeah. 
because um, it was in like the first what we were, if we say the first Olympics, it was like the first modern Olympics. Yeah, like as we would know them now. That was in um, eighteen ninety six in Greece, where they did all the Olympics and that. And I thought, well, that's that's actually not as old as I thought it was. I thought it was older. Lo and behold, um, there is. I apologise for my pronunciation. Shao, Shao Jiao. Oh yeah. Which is a wrestling style originating in China, that is over four thousand years old. And I thought, oh damn, that's pretty old, that's isn't pretty it? Pretty old. But it's not that. It's not the oldest, Liam. No. Go on. It's not the la- oldest. There were prehistoric caves in Japan. There is cave paintings in Mongolia from 7000 BC. From Libya from 6000 BC which is actually more recent than 7000 BC because it goes backwards I think. Yes. But still thousands and thousands of years old. But how do we know that it is the oldest? Are you aware of the cave paintings in Lacou? Lacou? I think we both I think we both know that I am not. Uh, they are cave paintings in it's like the perfect environment of a cave it wasn't wet, no sunlight none of that stuff that would damage the paintings which were which were put up 15,300 years ago that's older than I think all religions <laughs> combined yeah all current religions combined don't quite hit wrestling Cave so, paintings of wrestlers from over fifteen thousand years ago. So, what what sort of form did that um, did that sport take? Well, we just see the pictures, so I believe that the pictures would probably just be people in like little positions. Like you know, if have you ever read a book about martial arts or anything like that? They've got pictures. No, of course I haven't. Look at me. Okay, I have. Okay, they've got pictures of how the moves are meant to look. Right. So I believe okay, that they'd the be of and stuff. that right. sort of thing. But yeah, that's an old thing. That's cool. We, but obviously we've got modern day wrestling. Yes, with the Wrestling has changed in its 15 and a half thousand years. Slightly. Um, people say that modern day wrestling is fake, which I would agree with, yet I would also... I don't think you can just leave that there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's not Because whilst that. it is a performance... More than an actual fight. It's like theatre. It's theatre in the round. The stage is in the middle. There's audience participation. There's a story behind it. So there's good guys and bad guys in the matches. It's like like pantomime style entertainment performance. But the people who are on there, ridiculously fit. Oh yeah, yeah, you still get real hurt. they and and like the the there ain't there's injury and there is pain, so like when they bleed, it would be planned, but it would probably be actual. They they do go through harm. There's yeah. Yeah. because they want a better illusion. They yes. want the the audience wants to be lost and believe that this is all this is drama and it's real. It is all proper. So if you went up to a wrestler and went. Your job's a load of bullshit. You don't really do that. They could do that to you, and they could destroy you. There's, <laughs> they end up with lasting illnesses. Some people get disabilities. The life span is shortened because they. But it's basically jackass. Yeah, you got a jackass every day. 
it's it, it's controlled, it's scripted, but it's sort of still real. Oh yeah, totally. So we've got I and I thought that with our little history lesson of uh, of wrestling, I think thought it would be quite fun. Uh, I found four wrestling move names. Okay. Because I didn't really I, we we know that there's like what is it like the full Nelson where they put the hands behind and there's choke holds and all these things. I found some very interesting names of moves which I will end my wrestling presentation with. We have to start off. I don't know what these are. I don't know what they entail. Okay. Because I don't want to. I like just knowing the name. Okay. So we have Funk Roll to Secret. That sounds like a um the name of a bassist in like the uh Parliament Funkadelic. Like before Bootsy Collins joined, I had a guy called Funk Roll. Um, Funk Roll. He, he was a tubby guy. He's going to see grit. Played real good bass. We have. I think we can imagine more or less what this one is. This, this is called properly hit the near arm far leg. Um, so is that you hit the arm that's closest to you with your leg that's far away? I thought that you would hit the opponent's nearest arm and the furthest away leg. I don't. I would assume it's with your furthest away leg because then you can do like a swing kick. Uh, in which case, what would you uh, think would be the routine of the dresser dump? Oh, that's where you get like a, a dressing unit and then you hold it over the person such that all the clothes fall onto them, trapping them. Dresser dump. Dresser dump. Or you uh, you pin them to the floor, you open their trousers and you do a poo in their trousers and then you run away. It's probably a pinning to the floor thing. I don't. I hope they don't have to. I mean, they don't have to poop. It's theatre. Someone's going to get pooped on. And and of course there is um, the classic, possibly your favourite, certainly mine. Oh, it will be. The window high crotch takedown. Um, so I guess that's where you you um, you jump to the height of a window, um, and then you take down your trousers. And undergarments, and you just show everyone what you got. I'm thinking gentles out the window. Yeah, probably. And then you you, you take them down like a moony, but front facing. Yeah, the front moon. Front moon, the sun. So that yes, that is my wrestling lecture. I hope you enjoyed it. Very good. Um, Thank you. Sport. Sports. The conversation hat podcast. I went to research a few sports from films and actually um, one of them just turned out to be nothing there. Um, So I might do my real world thing, my film one that didn't really go anywhere. So my real world one is uh, kite flying. Uh, It's a competitive sport in quite a lot of places all over the world and including India is one of the big ones. Um, and is a professional sport in Thailand, I think, with leagues and such. But it's bloody hard to find any information on the actual league in Thailand. It could be that I only gave myself a morning to do that in. Um, it's probably out there somewhere, and I just Googled the wrong set of words. Um, but the the competitive sport seems to be pretty much the same like wherever in the world you're playing it. And basically the idea is that um, people are flying kites... And you've got to try and cut through your opponent's 
um, thread, string, whatever you call it, with your string, uh, which sounds real crazy, but basically you've just got to get the, uh, the thread kind of tight enough that you can just whip it through theirs without destroying yours, which sounds mental. I believe that, I'm not sure if this is people cheating or if this is an actual thing, they've got um, like bits of glass or razors in the string. Yeah. To cut through opponents' strings and then you win their kite. I'm, I'm guessing that's an illegal move because by the sounds of it, you've, ju you've basically got people, um, the, the, the short video I watched was specifically about this in, uh, in India. And um, it sounds like you've just got people who make this thread and they take a lot of pride in it and they're just like putting a lot of effort into making the thread that will that will be the most resilient and therefore the best at cutting through your opponents. And also the most colourful, which is nice. Um, so I thought that was that was pretty interesting. Um, there, there, there is, it is a big deal in Thailand, but I mean, let me know if you have more success googling that than I did. The fictional sport that I researched that didn't go anywhere was pod racing from Star Wars, which is basically sci-fi Formula One. Um, it's a, a sort of pivotal plot point in um, A Phantom Menace. Uh, the fourth Star Wars movie, canonically the first one in the uh, Skywalker saga. Shouldn't have been called the Skywalker saga, it should have been called like the Palpatine Pandemonium, because... Yeah, sure. Fucking the Skywalkers aren't all the way through it. Yeah, they are. Not Anakin. So, yeah, but he's yeah. not all the but way... But the rise of Skywalker, the last, the last number nine... Yeah. Still had Luke in it. That didn't. And it's to do with Luke's legacy, and it had Leia in it. Uh. And then for no reason, Rey gives herself her name. Anyway, that's a retroactive thing, which is completely irrelevant to it the conversation. It should have just been called Star Wars. Yes. But then they wanted spin-offs, didn't they? Mm. Mm. Oh, you like, you like the Mandalorian. I was about to say, Mandalorian, you can't go... It doesn't go wrong. Speaking of which... Um, Pod racing is referenced visually in The Mandalorian. This is not a not a, a spoiler, but there's a chap who appears in Series 2 and he has a little um, floaty jet bike type of dude and he uses something that is almost definitely uh, Anakin, one of the engines from Anakin's pod as the engine to his floaty jet bike, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't notice that whilst I was looking. You'll have what, to. Looking, watching. <laughs> looking, watching. There would be a lot of information on that, and that there's truly not. I mean, there is information on Wikipedia, for example, but it's all real boring. So there you go. <laughs> it's basically racing. It's been outlawed on a few planets, and then here's some planets where it people went to secretly pod race humans aren't very good at it uh, because i guess our reactions aren't quick enough which is why it's a big deal that anakin is good at that because of the midichlorians which they invented for no reason um stupid and yeah that's basically it like it's not very interesting there's a list of planets where it was done and then meh for something like star wars that has such a huge uh, law behind it. There's yeah. so many books you can get about 
the armor or the species or everything. It's weird that they've not put. It's, there's, there's not more. I'll tell you what I think it is. It's because it's from that second trilogy, the canonically first trilogy, um, because basically, like George Lucas directed three good movies, and he should not have been in charge of any more movies. He should not have been involved with anything after Return of the Jedi. Um, I think so he wasn't I, that involved in that one. In which one? Oh no, I think it was um, he wrote Empire them. Strikes Back. It was the second one. So he, if I've got it right, I think he either, I think he just directed the first three, but he didn't necessarily, I think he wrote the first one and he came up with like the whole universe and then other people wrote it to make Empire and Return of the Jedi. But then he tried to write um, Phantom Menace and, and the, the other two. And because he wrote them trying to like extend the universe, that's just where it fell on its ass. Like Sometimes if someone makes something, you then want to let other people take the ball and run with it. Like Not everyone's going to be... I was going to say a Tolkien, but that's a bad example because actually most of the good stuff... Chris Tolkien, right? Um, not everyone's going to be a George R. R. Martin, like that. You're not going to be able to carry a story entirely by yourself. So I think that's the mistake that was made, and I think the reason there isn't much law on pod racing is the same reason there isn't much law on Gungans, because we'd rather forget them. There's information on the clones because they they are Imperial stormtroopers. They are a constant throughout all movies. Um, as is like that's where a lot of the Mandalorian lore comes from as well is because there are clones um, so yeah I think there's not pod racing because there's also one forget about the Gungans basically so that that's pod racing what about the Ewoks about the Ewoks is there lots of lure on the Ewoks because there the isn't Ewoks loads. are just sort of Gungans really well there isn't loads because they they didn't tr- the, the difference between the Gungans and the Ewoks is that they didn't try to make they didn't try to force the Ewoks into several films and have one of the characters appear in all of them despite being massively unpopular. Sorry, Laura. Um, Laura likes Jar Jar Binks. Um, I really liked Jar Jar Binks. But we were supposed to. It's fine. It was the older, like, man-beard, sort of neck-beard, incel characters that didn't like it because they hate fun. Same people that don't like the more recent movies. I mean, I don't know if the disliking the more recent movies is anything to do with not liking fun. It is a little bit. Space Wizards. Oh no, I agree. You can't. You should not take a movie seriously that is Space Wizards. Space Wizards. This isn't something that you should ruin the careers of people for or make them want to kill themselves. Star Wars fans are the worst fans. Yeah. Them and Rick and Morty fans. Oh god, yeah. Because they all think that they're so fucking cool. They're like, no, mate, you're watching a film about Space Wizards. Stop it. Um, oh, I'm such a Rick. No, you're not. You're a Jerry. <laughs> you're definitely a, a Jerry. Even that as a term is stupid because you're watching a 20-minute cartoon. I think the difference between Ewoks and Gungans is that they didn't try to shoehorn Ewoks into everything. They just were in one film and that was it. And they didn't Fair try enough. to have them. They weren't talking the same language. They were just there having a little party and then they realised, oh, they straight up eat people, so they left. Uh, so that's pod racing. Do you, do you want to give us another historical fun fact? An odd bit of trivia before my weird sports. 
the only sport recorded in the first Olympics in 776 BC was running. Oh yeah, I think I knew that. Yeah, running wasn't always a sport. I mean, obviously it wasn't. People have been able to do it before they've even known what sports were. No, I think it's only when it was uh, started becoming competitive that people tried. There's that thing of it was invented in the 70s when Daniel Running tried to walk fast at the walk twice at the same time, and that's how running was invented. Yep, he walk, tried to walk twice at the same time. I'll change running. that. Sorry, I I withdraw my statement. <laughs> Liam you. is right. Was, we're was nothing. It Daniel if not Running in 1977. Daniel Running 77. Uh, this is a this is an educational podcast, so it's important to get this sort of stuff right. Okay. <laughs> we have in the weird sports from Finland, we have wife carrying. Oh yeah. It sounds quite, you know, there's there's no hidden meaning in this. You just it's a bloke. It's a course that has to be just over 250 meters it has to have is an obstacle course with at least one sorry one dry and two wet obstacles two water obstacles the wife must weigh at least 49 kilograms and if dropped the man faces a 15 second penalty the world championships are held in july and the winner gets his wife's weight in beer that's amazing that's do you have prize. to be married do you absolutely have to be married I was thinking about that. I don't because I will assume that there could be other categories of like, you know, same-sex wife carrying yeah. or husband carrying. There could possibly be couples, but I think for world championship status, you do actually have to be legally wed. Okay. So there's a fun thing. I love it. Um, have you heard of extreme ironing? Um, is it the sort of thing that you can piece together with context clues? More or less. Okay. Sounds good. Where do they do that? You take your washing. Yeah. I've seen pictures of people climbing, who've climbed a mountain, Mm -hmm. set up their ironing board. Nice. Done their ironing. I see. It's just doing your ironing in mad places. I feel like someone's been surfing and done their ironing. I like that. Um, Yeah, whilst diving, possibly, hopefully not skydiving. I don't know how that works if you're underwater. I think it's just... Like, do you remember? Because how does the iron work? I, I think it's more just to have the take the picture and be like, oh, isn't this fun? Okay. Like before planking was the exercise, and before it was called planking, it was extreme lying down. Yes. Where people would just somehow manage to lay down on like a bollard. Yeah. Or or weirdly in a tree or some some odd place like that. Yeah. Like that, but with an ironing board and an iron. Cool. I like it. I'm here for it. I sort of want to give it a go, but also I'm quite sleepy, so I won't. Yeah, I mean, it was a trend from about five years ago at least, yeah. so... Yeah. That's cool. I, I'm almost certain that you do. You will know of the Gloucester cheese rolling. Oh, yeah, there is a Netflix documentary about it that you've got to watch. Uh, I can't remember. Well, it's it's a it's a docu series that has got um, pants. Is it called maybe We Are the Champions? Um, and it's got it's a series of short documentaries about weird sports games, whatever. So one is the cheese rolling. Uh, there's one about um, chili pepper eating, uh, competitive hairdressing, 
dog dancing, lots of cool stuff. And the um, the cheese rolling documentary follows a woman who's basically been the champion of the the women's league for many years, and just goes into like the varied ways that she's injured herself. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's real. It's it's good. I would suggest giving that a watch. For for those who may not know of the Gloucester cheese roll, you start off at the big top of a big hill. There's a wheel of Gloucester cheese. It gets a one second head start rolling down the hill. You chase it. Yep. This hill is steep. You it's will fall. It's mad steep. You'll hurt yourself. It's crazy steep. The, uh, the, the cheese wheel can reach speeds of 112 kilometers an hour. And in 1997, the cheese veered off course and injured a spectator which is one of the best sentences I've read whilst doing research for this. Yeah. Uh, we've got two more. Let's go with the first. It is outhouse racing. Okay. okay. An outhouse, for those who may not know, is the toilet that lives outside. Before toilets were inside, they were outside. Yeah, if you can't get your toilet to be uh, house trained, you've got to keep it outside. Mm-hmm. Tie it up to the tree. Yeah. And it, it sounds somewhere between a cross of like uh, bobsleigh and was the the Red Bull Kart Rally. Yeah. yeah. So you've got uh, three teams. So you've got two pushers, two people who push, and a rider. They have to try and guide the uh, the outhouse to the finish line. It has to be set up on skis. Must have a toilet paper dispenser and a toilet seat. But not an actual ceramic toilet. You, I don't believe so. You have to get very creative in decorating and naming the, the outhouses. And I'm guessing you get points. So it's like like the roller derby, not ro- no, um, the go kart thingy that right. Red Bull do. Yeah. Similar to that. I kind of wanted them to do it in proper portaloos with all the blue stuff in it, but that's probably oh, health be, and safety. That'd be mad and gross. It would be. Vastly unpleasant. But I'd be as long as you didn't have to watch and smell it in person, I'd be up for that. Yeah, yeah, I'd watch it on TV. Yeah, definitely. And finally, I thought this is quite nice. It's almost wholesome. Hmm. Uh, the annual West Coast Giant Pumpkin Regatta in Oregon. Okay. Where there are six hundred to eight hundred pound pumpkins are hollowed out. People get in them, and they race around a lake. Amazing. So they've got to be real huge. They're, I've seen... I would recommend Googling it, because it looks like... You know if you have a calendar, there's sometimes calendars in the pop-up calendar shops, and it's like a baby for each month, and the baby's dressed as like a present or something, and in October yeah. it's the baby sitting in a pumpkin. Yeah, always. Imagine that, but like a full-grown person. Wow. Just up to their armpits. That's in crazy. Pumpkins. I love it. So that's, that's a those, good collection. My that's weird a good collection of odd stuff from, from around the world. Amazing. Um, so I'll do my um my my next fictional sport then. Uh, so both of my fictional sports are offshoots of baseball, interestingly. Um, so my first one is Blurns Ball from uh, uh, Futurama. Yes. Baseball knockoff from Futurama. Uh, in the future, they decided to give baseball an update because it's just too boring. <laughs> um, 
so it's essentially baseball but the the ball that is pitched is attached to an elastic um, and what you've got to try and do is one person pitches the ball then a batter tries to hit it and he's got to try and hit it into a hole in the floor and if you manage to do that you score a blurn um, and the other team tries to prevent you from scoring blurns uh, if you score there, there's one hole i think in the center of the pitch and if you get enough blurns from that center hole it triggers something called a multi-ball play yes where loads of balls <laughs> get thrown all over the place and the batter rides around the field on a hover cycle trying to score further blurns um there is a target which if you hit it you just win um and steroids are mandatory <laughs> Lands ball. Well, with a sport like that, yeah, you're going to need. With a you're going to need some steroids. With a sport like that, who needs enemies? So my second fictional baseball knockoff, which you might be familiar with, is basketball. I know that there is a film called Basketball, yeah, but I've never seen it. Okay. So I don't know what basketball is. Well, that's magnificent because most of my facts are about the film, not the game. Um, Basketball is a film from uh, 1998. It's very much one of the um, original sort of um, dude bro type films that would get gradually douchier throughout the years. Um, it's the the sport basketball is created by um, these two guys in the film, uh, and it's essentially. Let's see if I can get this right. Um, it's the rules of baseball, but you're using basketball equipment, broadly. Yeah? yeah. There's so, not a lot of basketball equipment. There's nets and balls. I about to say, other than the clothes and the players, you've yeah. got the ball yeah. and a hole. <laughs> yes. So, it, that real broad strokes, that's the easiest way to describe it. It's the rules of baseball, but the equipment is basketball. But you're dressed as if it's baseball still. The film's writer, David Zucker, invented this game when he was a child, and it was what they played as kids, or it's the, the film version is based on what they would play as kids. Uh, so the film, the narrative explores what would have happened if that, if that fictional sport took off. Um, the two stars of the film are Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Of South Park and Book of Mormon of South Park and Book of Mormon. Their characters in the film invent the game and it accidentally takes off and basically fame, money, fortune, um, ru fame ruins everything, American dream is a lie, etc, etc. That's, that's the whole film. Um, Trey and Matt are of course famous for South Park, which started a year earlier in 97. Um, and they agreed to star in Basketball because they fully expected South Park to get cancelled immediately. They did, they did not expect South Park to be allowed. It wasn't cancelled immediately, so that meant that the pair of them had to work on the principal photography in the day, and then at night, they would do South Park. And they basically didn't sleep throughout the entire filming, because they were also doing South Park. Um, this film was the first time I heard Real Big Fish, so that's nice. And the film is also the origins of the word derp. As in herp derp. As in what you say when you think someone is being silly. Or dumb. 
Yep, that's it comes herped up comes from basketball in 1998. So all like the derp face comes from that. Well, basketball. I've learned I've learned things today, not yes, necessarily have. about sport, but about the word derp. Nothing, nothing life-affirming or helpful, but at least it's stuff that's true. Well, I've learned things. Amazing. And that's what's important. The conversation at the podcast. So we normally do good news unplugs once we once we've got through our things. Uh, we shall do. we see if the good news button works? Let's see if the good news button works. I, ch- I mean, the stream is very broken, so I truly don't know if it will work. I mean, it normally does. I mean, normally, but I think. Nope, that's just the wrong button. Doesn't work. Well, that's bad <laughs> yeah, I've really, news. I've really screwed up. Um, at least the audio is safe. At least the podcast itself is is fine. So uh, sorry about that. It is. Um, Although I seem to have, my face seems to have frozen on a very suggestive. Oh well. Let's no, your face looks that. fine. Let's um, go for the good news. Yes, I don't have good news. Because I, my life has been sort of mental in the background of everything at the moment. So we're, we're leaning entirely on Ben's good news today. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Um, well, my good news is sort of like a throwback to uh, one of the good newses that I've done, that I did last year in 2020. Oh, yeah. Where, um, if you remember, in the summer, the UK, um, for the first time, used more renewable green energy... Than they did fossil fuels. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Uh, I know other countries have done this much sooner, much better. Shocker. I think um, there was some time where Switzerland was carbon neutral, or yeah. possibly. It, I feel like there's some country. Uh, there's a country that's either carbon neutral, carbon negative, or very close to achieving these things. Yes. But you know, our country sucks. Yeah, pretty much. So that's the you know, short version. We get there, but it takes us ages, and we don't do it very well. Yeah, Soul's but, wild. And, and off that, uh, this month, or as of this month, electric cars mm. are very, very close to um, making up about fifty percent of the cars on the road, and that is increasing. So we will soon have more electric cars on the road than petrol cars. That's which, cool. Which, with the renewable energy, we can charge them up, and off they go, which is fewer green, uh, fewer greenhouse gases um, from at least running the cars. I'm not sure about production, but... Yeah. In the, in the, the term steps. of... It, yeah, in the, me- the means of propelling the car will be cleaner. Yes. So that's happening more and more, and I think that that's a happy. That's a very big happy. Shout out to anyone who did Veganuary. I think that that is a much better name for something than Dry January. Yes. Because it just doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, there's my good news. The world is get the, the, the Earth, perhaps not the world, but the Earth is going to become a greener, cleaner place. Very gradually. Good stuff. Um, shall I do my plug then? Do your plug. Um, the, uh, like probably plug a, re- us up. a real obvious one, and you, you may have heard this um, uh, elsewhere. Um, but if if you've seen it, you will know that. Um, what am I trying to say? 
I'm not certain. <laughs> Me neither. My plug is WandaVision. WandaVision is one of those things where lots of people yes. say it's real, real good. And like, you know, whenever you see everyone basically agree on the goodness of a TV show or a film or whatever, and, and you go, okay, it probably is good. I'll, I'll get to it. It's on the list. Fucking watch WandaVision. It's real good. I know the that only... you're allergic to people telling you to watch things, but it is real good. The okay? only bad thing about it is that every time someone talks about it, I think they're talking about the band One Division. What? That's is that a band? Are you talking about One, one Division? Dire Are you talking about One, one direction? direction? Oh, I thought. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ignore what I said. I was being stupid. I know pop songs. Yeah. One Division is is real good. One, um, one Direction. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One Direction. Okay. Oh God, One Direction. One Direction. One Direction. Um, Leviosa. Oh, swish and flick, if you know what I'm saying. Have a wank. <laughs> Leviosa. Um, but no, it, it's really good. It's the beginning of the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. It's... No, no spoilers, but it's sort of put together like a uh, a retro sort of sitcom. Yes, and it is done so well that you forget that you're watching the next stage in the MCU. You forget it's Marvel characters. You forget it's Marvel. You're just e even though Vision's there and he's all purple sometimes and. But but it, it feels like bewitched sort of yes totally it sitcom does. and you completely lose yourself in that and then something will happen that will just really slowly grab you and pull you back and go no 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 it's there's something good. going on here yeah. and then it will snap back straight to the sitcom thing yeah it's... I really like how it you it makes you lose yourself so easily and so readily. I love and things that are framed weirdly or that, that sort of get meta. Oh, excuse me, burpee. Uh, I love it when things sort of get meta and kind of are referential to the, to the format. And I love when, like, the format is the message or the medium is the message. That real well, especially because, as, as you say, Ben, you do just get lost in it. You, you completely forget. You just think you're watching this show. And you completely forget that you know you know consciously there is definitely something meta going on, but like you, at times completely lose that. Um, yeah, it's real good. So like, if you've seen lots of people suggesting One Division, you you might still be skeptical, but like, please just watch it. And they're <laughs> it's only real good. They're, episode four's just come out. They're like what yeah. twenty. Minutes, thirty minutes each. The, the only downside I would say is that they are, they do feel quite short. It feels more like you're watching an episode of Bob's Burger than, like, I mean, The Mandalorian is quite long, for example. They are like very small movies in their own right. So it's, um, especially because they're on Disney Plus as well. I think it's it's quite easy to expect them to be longer. Um, and there's some American shows where like you watch it for half an hour and then the the credits sequence at the end at the start comes on and then you have the show like with WandaVision sometimes it feels like the the credits come on and you're like oh cool now the show's starting no no that will you just watch the show that's my only critique of it but I think like actually we probably should get used to shorter form shows 
I think we've been spoiled a little bit. The, the 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 MCU is the first series done that's directly linked that was done by Disney and not by Netflix. Uh, what about Agents of Shield? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. but that's I... not really linked. It, it that's just sort of them following behind the MCU. I think one division right, you will have you to mean. watch to get the it, that's part of it instead of just sort of like a spin-off. I see what you mean. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So it's interesting that they did the twenty minute, half hour sex um, section yes. thing. Yes. Have you seen episode four yet? Yes. Yes. Anyone who's not seen episode four, just don't listen for the next thirty seconds. I'm mm. not going to do anything too spoilery, but just. Yeah. Is it just going to be thirty seconds? Are we sure we're going to stick to thirty seconds? Okay. Starting now. Okay. So you know the um, Asian policeman. Yes. He is in Ant-Man. He is. The second one. And he really wants to learn magic trick because Paul Rudd did that all the time. When he hands his business card over, he has nothing in his hand. He does that and has it. I saw that. He's learned his magic. Uh, That that is 30 seconds now. So I'm just going to say, I saw that as like a gif. I didn't realise it tied to that. I Um, loved it. Yeah. I thought that that was brilliant, a, a fantastic little Easter egg. Yeah, I really real like that that sort of, that added a shine that I, I was like, wow, wow. That's cool. I, yeah, I didn't realise he was in that other thing, which I'm not going to say the name of because that's a spoiler. Um, amazing. So that that's my plug. Ben, do you have a plug? Uh, my plug is sort of like a little wholesome, a little, uh, you know, almost a self-care sort of sort of plug. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I mentioned in the last live stream, the one before perhaps, that I bought myself a radio. You did. Um, and I having that was the best purchase I've made in years. And if you don't have one, I would recommend you going to get one. I've listened to more music. I have heard more new songs than I have in. You know, I the radio was on in the car. Mm. But I I don't drive now. Yeah. I don't. I've not listened to the radio in years and years, and I wish I had. And it's made me feel much more positive and given a better outlook. It's you know it, it's something to have, and I will recommend everyone who hasn't got a radio get yourself a radio. Anyone who doesn't listen to it very much, listen to it more. It's. You know, it it it, it 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 just takes weight off you. Yeah, cool. I feel like if I'm trying to relax and watching TV, or if I want some noise, some background noise, if I have the TV on, I stop and I watch TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whilst trying to do other things, pop the radio on, and it's just background noise until a song that you like comes on, and then you're happy because you've had that song, and then you go back to doing whatever until the next song comes on that you like. I like that. And yeah, it's 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 real good. Good stuff. I feel like I'm overselling it, but I'm not. It's genuinely the concept of radio. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just thinking, you know, that's have a have a happy. No, have that sounds dirty. <laughs> it it will. I, I it's improved my quality of life, I believe. And if it helps improve others, then I will tell them to go and buy a radio. Good stuff. Alternatively, podcasts are free. Listen to podcasts first. Yeah, and then. And then (laughs) 
phone into radio stations and tell them how much you loved it. I think um, you are onto something. You are describing what is my relationship with podcasts now. Because um, I have podcasts that I listen to actively and podcasts that I listen to passively. So I've got some chat shows that I just, I know I like the hosts. So if I don't, if I'm not familiar with a topic they're talking about, it doesn't matter because I like the hosts. So I'll just stick that on. Uh, and then just go about my housework or my whatever work I have to do. Cleaning um, your oven hood. Cleaning my oven hood, um, which is like childhood, but before. Um, and I have podcasts that I listen to actively where I actually want the information that's in this show, so I need to not be doing other stuff when I listen to it. Um, but that that does require a certain level of um, you know research and trying out shows that are actually not so good. Um, before you find the ones that you actually want to enjoy. Uh, the the thing about radio is that implicitly they sort of take that stage away from you so you don't have to go and actively find the right show for you. You just stick on and the BBC will find a host that will basically be fine. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would echo that. I would just like to tag on to the end that podcasts are also a thing. Podcasts um, are cool too. Good stuff. I think that's our show. I think that's our show. I think we're done. All right. Thank you so much for hanging out, ladies and gents. Um, we're on social media. We're on social media. Ben, where are you on social media? I'm on Instagram. Yes, um, at Spike Pearson on Instagram. I'll put weird pictures up of things that I'm doing from time to time. It's exciting. Good stuff. Uh, I am at LT Guitarist on most places. I use Twitter more than anything at the moment i am on instagram uh liam taylor guitar i do live streams i do two music streams a week uh, lt guitarist on twitch and also liam taylor guitar on youtube it's real good if you like music and uh, things um the conversation up podcast is available to listen on all good podcast apps and several crappy ones um not naming names you know who you are um we do these live streams once a month um, so if you missed this one, there will be another one in three weeks. Uh, if you find us on Twitter, Convo Hat Podcast, or Instagram, Convo Hat Podcast, or Facebook, Conversation Hats Podcast, uh, you can see the events as they come up. Uh, there will be a new episode with a guest out in a couple weeks, and we're also going to do some gaming streams in between. I've been playing Fall Guys. I'm real bad at it. Ben has been playing Mario. He's fine. At Mario. <laughs> That's very kind of you. <laughs> right, ladies and gents, thank you so much. See you soon. See you on the flip side. Thank you for listening to and presumably enjoying the Conversation Hat podcast. We've chosen to put this, the only advert, at the very end of the show because we wanted to specifically target the people who enjoy the Conversation App podcast the most. And the fact that you're still listening, even though the episode has actually finished, well, that leads me to believe that you're exactly the people I want to talk to. The Conversation App podcast, and indeed everything we do here at Odd Creative, is an entirely independent operation. So please bear in mind that even though we don't get paid for doing these episodes, that doesn't mean 
they're not work. So we're asking you, our most dedicated listeners, to consider what you think this show is worth. If it's worth around one American dollar, which, I mean, it is at least worth that, then do consider subscribing to our Patreon. A Patreon subscription to the Conversation Hat podcast is a monthly recurring payment of pretty much however much you want to send us. For one dollar or more every month, you get early access to our recorded episodes. You also get access to an additional patrons-only mini-podcast, so something that only people who subscribe to our Patreon will be able to hear. Which is really exciting for us, because it means that we can be really super gross, and only our most dedicated listeners will ever hear it. That's kind of fun. So if that sounds interesting to you, please go to patreon.com forward slash conversation and see what else we have on offer. Thank you for your time.